talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom, you get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong with All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. I am your host, Moses Soria. With me to my left is Achi. Hello. And with me to my right is my brother Josh. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Good, 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 good. And today we go, we're going to be talking about yokais. Woo! We're gonna about we're gonna be talking about the Pokemon before Pokemon. Yeah, the Pokemon before Pokemon. It's crazy hmm. how 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 much Pokemon gotta took get, gotta catch them all. Gotta took inspiration from demons and ghosts. I, I mean Japanese demons and ghosts. I mean, come on, come on, my Pokemon people, you know, after so many like just generations of Pokemon, you kind of the, the creativity is. is it's not there anymore. Like, see, but there's this is shitload of. There's Pokemon that's a fucking lantern and ice cream now. What is that, bro? Even the first gen had shitty Pokemon. What the Who? hell is Ditto? It's Ditto. Execute. They're eggs. <laughs> see, see what I mean? Like, even even the first gen had that's, like their pieces true, of shit. True, I want to throw my beer at this guy for saying that. What? what? You oh, okay. what? Okay. Gen one Ditto. had Gen one had D- shitty D- Pokemon. I was cool. I was playing Pokemon Go with, with uh, my buddy Chris and um, it's Pokemon called P Dove. Literally, P Dove. Yeah, P Dove. I think it's what P P Dove. It's literally a pigeon, like like genuine pigeon, like Pidgey and Sparrow and all. Okay, they originated from. Oh, they got Pidgey looks like a Pidgey looks no, like no, a pigeon. No, no, no. no, no, no. This doesn't. is genuinely a pigeon. Like it, you go outside, you see that pigeon. That's P Dove. No, there's a genuine. Fucking Pokemon looks just like a pigeon. Bro, we got Magikarp. Magikarp's a ship. But who? What fish looks like Magikarp? Though? A carp. Doesn't look like that. It looks exactly like it. You're lying. To and me. it's not as useless. A lie. Yeah, Magikarp is pretty useless. So, hey, dude. Not not. So, I mean, is, this, this whole thing is a whole segue anyway. Oh yeah, the segue of segways. But the new DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield, though. I heard that shit was whack. Get the fuck out of here! You don't have it. <laughs> But there, there are level sixty Magikarp that still learn, that still have just splash. No, they have tackle. Ah, oh, they upgraded. Oh. They upgraded. They can actually no fight back. Splash. Okay, they can fight back. But Jinx, dope. the fuck was Jinx? She's a yokai. She's a sexy Pokemon, bro. Well, <laughs> all right, she's sexy. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, yeah, but today. Yeah, you know, right, right. Uh, we're going to be talking about all sorts of different types of yokais. We're going to be talking about scary yokais. We're going to be talking about useless yokais. And he points at me while saying that. Because he's useless. Calling me the useless one. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And then we're going to talk about some sexy yokais. Oh. You said sexy yokai. Animal yokai. Come on now. What? Animal yokai. That's it, your... It does look like a one. It looks like a carp, right? No, no, no. Look at that Dove. one right there. Look at P-Dub. Looking like this is straight from pigeon. the fucking New York, right there, <laughs> right there. This motherfucker from you, girl, by spit. Oh shit, I'm dropped the beer. Look at him. Look at him. Fucking a pigeon's a golden knees. He, he looks at you. Well, it doesn't like, look like like uh, it got influenced by it, but this this is genuinely a pigeon. Well, that has to do with the art style. That's that's the don't do do with the like, art style. All right, this one, the, I guess the evolved form, right? Okay, that looks. looks yeah. The evolved form looks more like a Pokemon, bro. That have, looks like a pigeon. Bro, we had bro. Bellsprout. 
Bellsprout what the is fuck? shit. What the hell is Bellsprout? It's a dope-ass leaf, a plant. That's Weeping Bell. Victory Bell was the shit. But Bellsprout had like a little thing on it, too. That's all it was. It was just that, no bitch-ass, wobbly-ass fucking thorn. But for real, thing. though, what is Tangela? See, there you go. We got Voltorb. What the fuck is Voltorb? An Electro, it's a Pokeball? It's a Pokeball. But with a Hunter stuck inside it, right? It doesn't later on, like, one uh, of the generations, it's like a Ghost Pokemon's inside the... It gets... It's when a Pokemon, a ghost Pokemon or a Pokemon dies inside a Pokeball uh-huh. and the spirit stays in the Pokeball so that Pokeball becomes an Electrode and then a... a really? Le- Voltorb and then an Electrode. Some, there's some shit this like Pokemon that. Pokemon is dark. You know what, guys? Sorry for the whole Pokemon segue, but we are going to have a bunch of Pokemon references in this. Uh, definitely in my segment for sure. I'm just letting you know that now. So, any Pokemon fans out there, I got you. I got you. I'm going to have a horny-ass section for you guys. Ooh. A horny section. Horny-ass section. Get a, but get a stiffy. Even though we all know that yokais are supposed to be ghosts and spirits and things of that nature, <clears throat> not all of them are as dangerous or as scary as you think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And this is true. You said there's some fearful ones, some dangerous ones, some... Sexy ones, sexy some ones. animal ones, and like you said earlier, while pointing at me, some useless ones. So I got a few that are scary, right. but they're not dangerous. Okay, okay, okay. They just go scary bump in the night. Yeah, they go bump in the night, and um, yeah. So they're not they're they're not gonna kill you. They're oh, not okay. gonna kill you. They might right. they might scare the fuck out of you, but they pants? won't kill you. And some do a service for you. There's two of them that. You might want in your house. Okay. Haunting your motherfucking pad. All right. I dig. And we'll start off with the first one. Akaname. Translate that motherfucking English. Known as bathtub liquor. Or simply filth liquor. Motherfucker, five feet tall. Five feet tall? Five feet tall. All right. Okay. What does it look like? Huh? Or do you get to it? Yeah, yeah. I'll get to it. Calm your tits, buddy. Calm your fucking tits. Okay? You're feeling a little bit horny, but you got to chill. You got chill. Okay. One of its specific features. Fill. All right. Remember, it's bathtub liquor. Right. It's motherfucking lickety tongue. So one boy. of his renowned features is he has a very long tongue. Ooh. Right? Ooh. It's about foot long. You sure not long sexy? Long ass. It's not the sexy one? It's not the sexy one. That, I promise you that. He's not, he's not stealing your segment? It's starting to sound a little sexy. <laughs> Motherfucker got a long tongue. One foot, mm. one foot tongue. We call it the the, the dirty liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, liquor! I thought you liquor. meant liquor as in like alcohol. No, because th- you said bathtub. I'm like, wait, is this thing like fill up fill, fill up the bathtub with like alcohol? <laughs> that is really useless. I don't, fills it's, up my bathtub with liquor. Well, it's because he's out of the no, blue? but filth. Liquor though, yeah, well, filth, filth liquor, filth alcohol. Nah, I'm not well, because okay, that's that's my fault. I just yeah, okay, no, 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 L I C K. Well, it's because earlier he said some of these you might want, and since you guys are drinking alcohol and right this now, is why. no, no, this <laughs> is why filthy liquor this is nasty. Well, maybe filthy could be like oh, like dank liquor. You know what I mean? No one says filthy. Oh, hey, I don't hey, know. bro, this beer is fucking filthy, bro. This is dank. <laughs> oh God, no. No. All right, it's a lick. All right. Okay, yeah. so he has a long tongue, or not he. It's doesn't it, have a gender. It's just it. a, just it. It's binary. It's not okay. binary. Long, fucking tangled hair, like Tangela. All right, fucking tangled as fuck. All right, all right. Its skin is kind of red. Okay. Okay, because Aka, uh, it's it's using two. One means trash, filth, and the other is red. Aka. Yeah, Aka. 
The red trash. <laughs> the red trash. And this is what it likes to eat. Okay. okay. Favorite foods. Motherfucker likes to eat. It's filth. Anything in the bathtub. This is why. His habitat is in a fucking bathroom. That's where you'll see it. Right. Nowhere else. Who's in a the bathroom. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, if you don't have a clean bathtub, you piss on the floor, someone leaves shit on the floor, I don't know, public restroom probably, okay. right? It's filthy. That's where this motherfucker comes alive. And the filthier and the better. And this is what he does. Yeah, oh, yeah, for him. For it. So, this is what it does. It just eats all the filth. It's, it does a service for you. It cleans the restroom for you. It so you want, cleans your restroom. So, let's, what if you're filthy? Would it eat you? No, no. Oh, cleans all, you. It, all, all it does is the second you step out of that shower and you see the motherfucker, you're going to see it just fucking licking the whole fucking bathroom all right in front of you while looking into your eyes. Yeah, yeah pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> it sounds a little horny. <laughs> but useful. <though. laughs> yeah, and... The trippy part about this, again, this is uh, uh, a yokai that they would tell kids, I would scare kids, or even adults, where it's like, shit, because back in, back in days in Japanese old, old culture, the mm-hmm. bathrooms are literally, to this day, it, they're, they're just used for that only. Bathrooms, only to take a bath. Oh, okay. Right? And back in the culture, uh, back in old Japanese days, it was separated unit. So you have your home. Your little rooms, and then the bathroom was far, kind of distant, kind of like in Mexico, right, where the restroom was always kind of far, yeah, from the so area it, where you slept. Was it detached? Walk, yeah, it's a detached restroom, okay. like mm-hmm. walking distance. Okay, like an outhouse. Almost. Yeah, there you go. But so yeah, so this would scare kids. We're like, fuck! I gotta take a shower. I gotta take a bath. Ahead of time. So is it like telling the kids like you better clean the bathroom or else the filth liquor's gonna come get you? No, it's just like shit. Uh, that motherfucker might be there. Okay. All right. Just the fact that it's nighttime. Uh huh. And you got to go to a separate unit. Uh huh. To go to that shit. Uh huh. Yeah. And then it's worse if it's if it's dirty, of course, because that's yeah. what. So then attracts. it comes out for sure. Yeah, it comes out for sure if it's yeah. extremely dirty. Now, for all you lazy motherfuckers out there, uh-huh. I don't want to clean my rush. Well, there's a high chance of motherfucking pay you visit, which for some, it's kind of a deal. He's doing y'all service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe you're not in danger, but your reputation is. Because if the neighbors know ah, that a motherfucking Akinome is haunting your house, you're one filthy son of a bitch. And look at you like, hey, did you hear Josh? He got a freaking visit from the Akinome. You got two. <laughs> you got- <laughs> not just one, but two. And the best way to avoid or to get rid of this motherfucker. Okay. Okay. It's real simple. Tell me. Clean your restroom. Clean your restroom. Clean your bathroom. Do your job. Do your job. Right. Get good. Good. And that's all for this yokai. All right. Now we're gonna get a little. Now we're gonna get really dirty. Oh. Now I'm talking about. The Rokuru Kubi. Oh, whoa! Oh, what? The? Say it again. Say it again. Say, say it again. Say it slower. The Rokuru Kubi. Rokuru Kuri. Also known as the long-necked woman. Oh, she got a long neck. Snake-necked woman, flying-head woman, and rubber-necked woman. That's what this yokai is also known as. She is a youthful 
attractive young lady dressed in a kimono whose fucking head is sometimes seen separated from its neck. This is what she looks like. This is not. Oh. So she's I'm sexy. I'm with the. What's that next? If you guys, if you guys want to know what we all ooh over, go to our Instagram. Weird history. You can tell us pod. That's right. A beautiful woman by day, and a little foot-sized neck-ass demon by night. There are two species of the Rokurukubi. The first and the most famous is what I'm gonna call the deep throat yokai. What mm. the? So deep throat yokai is the long-necked yokai. She has a deep throat. Okay, okay. Almost indistinguishable from a normal woman, these deep throat divas, well, this is what we're going to call this type of Rokurukubi. So they love the fact that outside of a few stretch marks on their necks, they can hide amongst humans. Some love the thrill so much that many are known to take up jobs and as entertainers and sometimes have gone as far as mar- marry human spouses. Oh. Mm. But once the sun goes down, they begin to show their true form. Slowly, their necks begin to stretch like a snake ready to attack. And they stretch and stretch and stretch until the head worms its way out of the house searching for prey. They're programmed for one thing and one thing only. To throw their prey. They want to swallow their prey. Right. And so because of this, many Rokurukubi forget to retract its neck back home when they're when the sun's about to come up because they're just so laser focused on one thing and that's to eat well because they're so focused on eating they sometimes forget that they have to retract retract their neck back home and sometimes and that's how sometimes they are caught this way people wake up and go to work and they see this long ass neck just stretched out for miles, sometimes miles at a time, what? just resting against a house or against a light post or some other ridiculously high place. So their necks, heads, they prowl the forest for grubs, centipedes, and worms, but they don't only stick to, you know, that Timon and Pumbaa as diet. Oh no. They also thirst for chi, the life Ooh. force that courses through our veins men's in particular so these deep throat divas they also have this weird thing where they lick the fuel out of old fashioned oil lamps so if you have an old oil lamp in your house mm-hmm. you are more than likely gonna get a visit from this mm-hmm. this long neck demon also has a distinct pleasure pleasure of also being cat- categorized as a vampire. So in theory, the Shokurukubi is a deep throat diva that also gives you the suck. Oh. She seeks the stew. That's what in my um I'm a later on in the episode, I'm gonna give my source. Oh, uh, that's what the dude describes it. A stew. It sounds really gross. She seeks a, a stew. Physical and mental desire that bruises inside healthy men. So maybe like they're in maybe like they're like their pride, their fucking intuition, all this shit that you can't see. That's what they like to suck out of men. Mm. So they sneak into the top of victims' homes to suck them dry. And one of the pretty fucked up thing is there have been cases where the Rokurukubi doesn't even know it's a Japanese demon. Because sometimes they 
go into this role where they pretend to spouse and they forget that they're Rokurukubi. And then once they go at night, they just fall asleep. And that's when the demon wakes up. Oh. Mm. So, so they don't remember anything that they did. Exactly. Damn. And that's the first type of Rokurukubi. It's a curse. So that's this, that, the first Rokurukubi, so you guys can remember what it is. The, the first species, just think of Deep Delt Diva. That's the long-necked one. The second one, the other type of Rokurukubi, is the more dangerous one out of the two. Because its head can detach itself from its fucking body and just take flight as soon as it becomes night. A floating head? Just a, a flying floating head. head. Just a, a flying just a head. Flying head. So we're going to go ahead and call this one Superhead. Superhead? Superhead. Superhead. Get out of here. So Superhead is thought to actually originate from China, but not only that, but it's also known to occasionally be male, almost identical to its deep throat counterpart, except for the small tiny difference that Superhead prefers the taste of human flesh to the gas in those old as oil lamps. So the little floating head likes to attack after dark, sometimes in packs. Now that's fucking Whoa, scary. There's floating heads. And sometimes these packs, they look like families. Because Rokurukubis, if it's a male, sometimes if it's a male, it doesn't have to be an adult male, it could be a child. Oh. So sometimes they attack as a like it looks like a family, like a Rokurukubi, the, the Deep Throat Diva, and then it's the head and like two little children heads are just coming oh, so at the, you. So Deep Throat Diva joins in on yep. Superhead. Yep. What? Come super team. That's OP. So they just so they just roam around, just a bunch of heads just, roam, just roaming around, just flying through the night sky in search for human flesh. It's also known to lure travelers to its home during the day, so it can attack them during the night. So if you're listening right now and you're wondering what you can do to avoid getting the suck, don't worry, I got you. Oh, I don't know. some people are like, "Yo, man, I'm just trying to get the suck." Yo, man, honestly, those are words I never thought would come out of my mouth. Low key. Like you're, are you trying to you try avoid getting, getting the you, suck? Mm. So, so you know, so here's some tips when dealing with the, with the first form, the deep throat diva. All right, which is the long necked um, rokurukubi. So first, try your best to avoid beautiful women with stretch marks on their necks. Stretch marks on their necks, because that'll show you that uh, that that she's a rokurukubi because oh. her neck stretches. So if you find a woman with stretch marks on the thighs, bellies, arms, or butt, you should also be careful because those are heartbreakers. But look, we aren't talking about those today. <laughs> I was like, in the butt. Those are the ones we're worried about today. It's the stretch marks on the neck that we're going to be, that we're trying to avoid. Second tip. Also, if you meet a woman walking around with a scarf out of season, be wary of her because she might be a, a rokurukubi hiding her stretch marks. Right, right. If you're dumb like me and you love to ignore red flags, don't worry. Because even if you are attacked by the long necked Rokurukubi, you're not going to die. At most, you're just going to be really tired, fatigued, like you're coming back from a long trip. You know how when we come back from Frankincense, you're yeah. like, dude, I don't want to do tired. anything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how the. That's, that's how she eats our cheek. Yeah, that's so how she eats that's her how cheek. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. So she even drains herself. All right. But then no one's winning then. Both drain. But now. I'm the one getting sucked. Mm. Uh, Here are tips dealing with the superhead. 
Ooh. You know, dealing with the flying head, the Rokurukubi is a lot more serious because it's only known to attack and eat its human victims. So fortunately, thanks to a writer named Lafcadio Hearn, he wrote a classic book called The Quaden. And because of him, we have the knowledge of how to deal with the headless, with the roaming head Rokurukubi. This is what he goes on to say. It is written that if one finds the body of Rokurukubi without its head and remove it to another place, the head will never be able to join itself again to the neck. So when the head comes back and finds that its body has been moved, it will strike itself upon the floor three times, bouncing like a ball, and will pant as if it's in great fear and just die. Mm. So the good way to take out the head uh, of the roaming head is just to hide the body. Just grab, just find out where it's from, get the body, put it in another house, and the flying Rukurugubi not going to be able to attach itself to anything, and it's just going to get scared and just poof, die. Good luck finding the body. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what happens to the body? So here are a few stories, you know, a few little stories about the Rukurugubis. Oh. One is a man chases a Rukurugubi head with a sword as the head returns to its body. As he arrives outside the head owner's ho- house, he hears a woman telling someone else about a dream in which a sword-wielding man chased her home. Oh. Another story tells of a man trying trying curing his wife of the curse by feeding her the liver from his pet dog. The woman is absolved of the curse by the treatment, but had unfortunately already passed the curse onto their daughter. When the young girl becomes a yokai the next evening, the dog appears as a ghost and bites the head of the Rokurukubi, killing it. So it kills the daughter? <laughs> it kills the daughter! Damn, it's like you saved your mom, but you did. And then, in an extremely creepy tale, there's an entire village of Rokurukubis that is discovered. Oh no. The whole village. Every villager wears a scarf around their neck to hide their scars. Even children why are they hiding their neck they all know just in case you get well, visitors from, yeah from yeah from visitors uh, but still i walk into a village <laughs> you walk into a village. everyone's wearing a scarf <laughs> you're like shit. i'm gonna buy a scarf too i'm, yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm gonna be part of the trend bro. Like, I, I feel out of place i need a scarf it's summer it's hot as wearing scarves yeah. i want to wear a scarf too whoa whoa so whoa. remember guys if you guys are dealing with the rukurukubi there's two species deep toe divas and the superheads. That's a great way to remember these yokais. Deep throat and superhead. Superhead. Two words that will make you horny. That's that, if that's what the fans want. I, mean, I, I don't want think it, that's what they want. I mean, I mean whether they want it or not, <laughs> they got it. There it is. They're so, going to get horny when they hear yokais now. We're already hearing a, a pretty good diversity of yokais, you know, with. You know, these yokais being having all these types of appearances, all these types of abilities. Some are nice, some are bad. In Josh's case, some are useless. Hey, it's good service if you're a dirty ass motherfucker. But today, I want to go ahead and focus on five animal or animalistic yokai. Mm. Some of these yokai are popular, some are not. And some of them have shown their influence outside of the encyclopedia of yokai where I've gotten my, most of my information from. And into video games, TV shows, 
and even beers. So most of this information, like I mentioned, is from yokai.com, which is an awesome source to get your feet wet on the background info on hundreds of different yokai. And to start off, I want to go ahead and give you guys a heavy hitter, and that is the kappa. Motherfucking kappa. The kappa. So the translation for kappa is river child. And like its name entails, these yokai are to be found swimming and chilling in lakes, rivers, and wells all throughout Japan. Mm. And their diet consists of cucumbers and human organs. The kappa are these reptilian-looking creatures with a humanoid characteristics. They are usually depicted with an earthy green uh, skin, slimy usually, with a brown turtle on its shell on its back its face bears uh, a turtle like beak and has webbed hands and feet without any opposable thumbs although kappa can walk on their hind legs and are able to walk on land they are actually very clumsy and are found more often in rivers swimming out especially during the summertime something that's weird to know about the kappa is how their arms are connected to one another inside its shell Meaning when one arm extends, the other one contracts. Oh, all right. Mm. Okay. And another uh, physical oddity about the kappa is that it contains three anuses. Why three assholes? Well, we'll talk about that later on. Oh, so we're staying horny. Sure. Uh, I think you're staying horny. You sick fuck. Loki's he's getting all the horny traits from all our, our, our yoga. Yeah, we got the filthy liquor. We got the three butthole turtle <laughs> turtle man. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> the last physical trait that makes these kappa quite unique is that they all have like the sunken dome that needs to consistently be filled with water. And why you ask? Well, if their head is ever found dry. The kappa actually become very weak, and some say that they stay frozen in place and eventually die. So they basically have like this dip in their head. So it's like if someone has a newborn and you just fuck with its skull hard enough, you give that newborn the dip, right? I'm going to say sure, Moses. Right? Because sure. like their skulls you, are still very malleable. Hey, bro, you sound like yeah. you're talking from personal experience. I'm getting scared. Why do you think I've never shaved my head? <laughs> <laughs> they fucked around with your score when you, uh, your skull when you were a newborn? So, and it's said that the kappa are actually generally, generally friendly in nature. If provided offerings of cucumbers, they return by helping uh, humans by irrigating fields. Uh, they also return lost children to their parents uh, who what? are found you know, roaming around the rivers. And they also can be found competing with adults in water sports. Hold on. Why, why specifically cucumbers? Look, man, we, when you said friendly, I'm looking at that fucking picture right now. I, yeah, you said friendly. Is, I said friendly. I've seen, I've seen like five Kappa pictures. Okay. But wait, there's all, more. There's more. And they've but all wait. had dismembered body parts around them. They do also have a, a mischievous side as well. That's not mischievous. Mischievous is like, what's that thing when you knock on, when you knock on people's door and you book Ding it? Ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. That's mysterious. Hold on. This is murder. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. For... For fun, they sometimes peek under women's kimonos and pass gas, which is why they have the three anuses. Because their freaking gas smells so horrendous. That's why they got three bubbles to pass gas. 
you're telling me they're filled with so much horrible gas that whoever made these motherfuckers like, yo, we need three, not one, not two, but three assholes. Spread like gas, gas. And how are the assholes? Are they like lined up like one, two, three? Or they shaped like a diamond, like one, two, three? I don't three? know. I think that's what it. I, I uh, think that's what it is. Let's not look it up. But are they in the same area? It might be. I'm pretty sure. All right. Or maybe one of them is in. Or is it like oh, a butthole? Or like the butthole's like maybe where, where? it's like your iPhone camera, that little three little thing. Maybe it's like that. Maybe that's that. Are they the same size? Is one bigger than the other? Who knows? Actually, these are the questions we need answers to. <laughs> He has put the fans. It's the fuck. fans need the him. Fan. We're asking the hard questions. The, the horny people need him. While it's all fun in games, you do not want to be near Kappa. When they are angry and slash or hungry. Remember how I mentioned the Kappa eat human internals? Mm-hmm. Well, Kappa love one thing more than cucumbers, and that is the Shirikodama. And Kappa believe that humans have this mystical, fleshy ball in our anuses that they literally yank out that said ball off of your ass and eat it. So you're telling me these ass eaters is not going to make people horny? Ouch. And so these Kappa can be merciless as they're willing to take your shirikodama from your anus whether you're dead or alive. You know what's fucked up? They have a beak too. Yeah, so they're gonna. But they, well, he they didn't describe how they're gonna yank no, it they out. Right? Get out. Oh, so with her hands. Yeah. Yeah. And it's if Mr. Horny over here is fucking, <laughs> it is mouth fight. open and he's just... fighting every. Well, but how detail. are they gonna pull it out? They have no opposable thumb. They're fucking well, yokai's, bro. Scrape it out. And just. <laughs> and if you're in the water with one of them, I'm sorry to say, but you're fucked. If they're mad. Because that's their element. Yes. Uh, they're mad. So what's the best way to kill one? Clench them butt cheeks or what? You, you, hold, uh, you hold up to all your anuses. No. So you first have to bring the kappa on land. Because remember, they're very clumsy on land. They don't do that. And once they're there, you just go ahead and begin to bow. Despite all the gruesomeness about the kappa... Their loyalty obliges them to present the same gesture back. And if done enough times, the kappa's bold head that I mentioned that was filled with water Uh will eventually become dry and the kappa will die. I can just picture someone battling the kappa for like 10 minutes. Just bowing, the kappa's bowing. So does it just copy the bow or does it copy all the gestures? Because I can picture someone just going like getting out of the water going like, Fuck you, taking the middle <laughs> finger, and the cop does the same thing. No, and, uh, fuck, fuck you. you. No, fuck you. No, it's just a bow. All right. Yeah, it's just a bow. How deep is that bow? Look, I'm just saying, this well, motherfucker pulls you out of my ass. How? Well, you're I not bending over an asshole first. Well, who, who, it's, it's a pack, bro. Who well, you gotta, you gotta, stinky? You got to bow in front of him, mm. not behind him. That's dumb. Why are you going to bow behind I'm, I'm just saying, bro. You're, you're literally giving them an opening like, here's my asshole. Take my shit. Or, or, or that's how you get them out of the water. They're in the water. You just flash your asshole and then they come out. <laughs> and then you just start bowing. You're just bowing up until they it's fucking true, die. Right? Yo, man, Fuck. people tune into the temple. Oh, I'm going to learn about Japanese Ghosts, demons. yokais, demons, Ooh. ogres. Sorry, guys. Instead, we're talking about three. We're talking about tongues, necks, and assholes. Let's move on to something more useless-ish. 
Alright, so up next we got this other useless-ish yokai known as a Moku Moku Ren. Or Moku Moku Ren. Translate this motherfucker to English. And it's known as, quote-unquote, many eyes or simply a haunted shoji screen. Isn't that a Yu-Gi-Oh card? No, it's a thousand eyes. Never mind. A thousand eyes. A thousand Ooh. eyes are straight. Yeah. So, it doesn't have a body. It doesn't have a form. It's literally just eyes on a paper screen door. Sometimes it's on the old on a uh, walls or mats. Oh. Yeah, they're just a bunch of fucking eyes looking at, quote unquote, their victim. They're not dangerous. They don't do anything. They look They'll good. just scare the fuck out of you. Oh, Some oh. call them peeping toms. But they don't do anything. So how do you get rid of them, right? They, 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 their, their habitat or their habitat is usually in these old, haunted, abandoned fucking houses. So if you're a traveler, you're like, yo, it's fucking raining. I need shelter. Let's go into this creepy ass, fucking old ass, abandoned ass house. So he or she goes in there. They're taking shelter. And bam, surely enough, if there's a paper sliding door or old wall or mat, these eyes will appear. A fuck ton of eyes. Now, again, they don't do anything to you. They just look at you and they blink very, very fucking hard. So you can easily fend them off by simply just throwing water at them, poking their eyes, etc., etc. So you're like, why is this motherfucker so scary? Why should I be scared of them? Well, one, they're fucking creepy eyes. But two, they are, these eyes are a sign, or this yokai, the Mokumoku Ren, is a sign that there is another yokai in the in that area that's far more dangerous it could be one or it could be a lot more so if you do go into a house old house and you see these eyes and you're like oh, i'm not scared of these all right you, you probably won't be scared of these but there's more presence of more yokais in the house and more dangerous that's they, a sign yeah it's a sign Ooh. which they linger among dangerous yokais it's an omen of death so if you see one of these or when you see this fucking wall or uh shoji door Sliding door, and you see these motherfucking eyes. You better fucking run, run, not because of them, know. but because there's something more than just eyes. It's more than meets the eye. Yeah, more than meets the eye. Yeah, oh, oh my god. Yeah. I was getting, I was getting Lovecraft vibes up until that part. Mm. Old mansion, old abandoned houses. It has no form. It's just a bunch of eyes. Give us, give us your best Lovecraftian description of this. Oh man, you should have told me that. <laughs> Two days ago, so I could have fucking gone on thesaurus.com. <laughs> and the best way to get rid of these fucking, this yokai is simply to fix that door, fucking fix the walls and throw out those mats. But usually, again, these yokai, the Mokomoka Ren, usually just linger in abandoned old houses. Are they specifically like a warning sign to a specific yokai? Or is it no, just no? It's just, it's just like just, randomly. If, yeah, just randomly. Oh, okay, so, it could so be, just randomly. So it could, so could be kicking it by the by the coppers. Yeah. Like yeah. if if the coppers are like by a, if they're by in a the house of... chilling the house party, then, then yeah, maybe. Because right, again, cool. they're 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 in houses. They're in, they're in shelter. They're enclosed. Yeah. You're not gonna just see a floating sliding paper. Oh, right, so they could be chilling with. They're not prejudiced. They chill with anyone. Yeah, they, they could. Yeah, they exactly. Could, okay. Cool, so yeah. if you go into her house, she's all fucking normal. And then you see these fucking eyes, you'd be like, "All right, there's there's more bullshit going on." This right bitch here. ain't no. Yeah, yeah. This 2020, Hachi, we don't use bitch anymore. What do we say? Whore. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's not as sexy. 
Well, I mean, depends. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not judging. If you're into it, it depends how horny you are. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not. The name sounds horny. The beginning right. of the name sounds horny. Let's see, let's see, let's hear it. The Kuchisake. Oh no! Say that again. Talk to me. The Kuchisake. One more time. Kuchisake. Oh, <laughs> slower. <laughs> one more time. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. Say the first one. Pause for a little bit. Say the first syllable. No, two syllables. First two syllables and pause, and then finish it up. Kuchisake. Oh no. Kuchisake. Oh no. So known as a slashed mouth woman or the slip mouth woman. Oh. This yokai is known for her long black hair and wearing a surgical mask to hide her fang filled mouth that extends from ear to ear. Hold on, you know what's funny about this? Because we're not we're, we're now we're we're all wearing masks now. Oh, she's thriving. Well, so she's, well she's been thriving because it's Japan. So Japan, they've always been known to be wearing the masks, you know, because they're they're polite people. But now she's flying internationally. I know. I'm going to U.S. Wide world. She's worldwide, bro. She'd make a killing, literally, in Huntington Beach. Mm. Actually, no, she wouldn't. She'd die over there because no one's wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. My bad. (laughs) What's it, Orange County? That's now. Yeah, Orange County, Huntington Beach. Yeah, Yeah, Huntington Beach. So a schoolyard legend that is feared by children for her mouthful of fangs and her ability. To outrun a fucking motorcycle. What? God damn. This no. yokai has the appearance of a normal young woman with the exception of a surgical mask hiding her quote unquote Chelsea grin. I call it, I've known that I've known that as the Chelsea grin. I believe it. That's what they called that's in, in, in Chelsea in Europe and Chelsea, uh, that's what they used to do to people. They used to cut them cut their mouths from ear to ear and they used to call that the Chelsea, Chelsea grin. grin. Hence the band name Chelsea Grin. Oh, so this yokai so the yokai stays in the cities and suburb in the suburbs and is one of the few yokais that appears during the day, particularly in the afternoon when children are on their way home from school. So this yokai is actually one of the newest members of the whole, you know, like yokai pantheon. Mm-hmm. She was part, you could say she was part of, you know, she was part of the last update. She was a DLC. Oh damn. Mm. And there are there are as many rumors as there are those who tell her tale. There's so many stories of people saying that they've seen her, they've experienced her, and all sorts of things. And um, children in nearly every area of Japan, a source claims that 99% of children of Japan know of her, which is really fucking crazy to think about, that almost every child in Japan knows about the slit-mouth woman with the kuchisakaona. They come out of their womb. Some stories claim this yokai was a victim of cosmetic surgery gone wrong, while others blame it blame its mutilation on a dental procedure gone wrong. Other accounts claim that her mutilation came about from a jealous sister. Mm-hmm. But no matter the claim of how she got mutilated, nearly every story claims that she is capable of running at superhuman speed. So right now you're asking yourself, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do if I meet up with this woman? Can't around her. Don't worry about it. I'll, sh- I'll tell you what to do with dealing with this Kuchisaki Yona. So no matter the story, they all follow the same pattern. She appears and approaches her victim with a single question. Potashi Kiri? Am I beautiful? She asks them. Right, right, right. If you answer yes, then she'll lean in. And remove the mask to reveal her oversized mouth that stretches from ear to ear. Even like this, she answers. And she takes advantage of the poor soul's shock 
to lash out with a knife or a scythe and mutilating their face similar to hers. A fucking scythe. That's, that's even crazier. How's she gonna put? I mean, the scythe is scary because that's a long range weapon. Yeah. So she's like even like this, and she'll just whack. What's GTA? She can put out that weapon weapon wheel and just all right, bam. And if you answer no, you're still dick out of luck because she'll slash you anyway for saying no. For, hey. for saying she ain't pretty. You, you tell me. So you're fucked. Gonna... Yeah, I was trying to escape. What the fuck? Well, don't worry. Oh, okay. I won't let my listeners get got. Here's what to do if you encounter her. First of all, don't run. Don't run because running ain't going to help. She said to be able to cover a hundred yards in three seconds. So don't even bother running. <laughs> like, don't even bother running. Instead, make sure to always have some hard candy in your pocket, specifically some Bekoami, okay. which is a hard old school hard candy. You know how here, you know how for Mexicans, the hard candy is like the little strawberry you know, the little strawberry, the one where no one knows where our grandmas get the strawberry candies from? Oh, like the wrapping of strawberry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. they don't sell them in stores, but somehow they're around Christmas. Not necessary. Yeah, well, the, the candy she likes, it's, it's an old school candy like that. Okay. That's her Achilles heel. So to give yourself some time and distract her, you throw it. At her face. You either throw it the opposite way from you so you could get enough time to get into a car or you lob it into like a river or like a wood chipper, so hopefully she just like runs. Yeah, she's kind of like a dog; she just like chase it. So she knows what it is. Yeah, because you know that's her favorite candy. So to distract this bitch, she just you just Squirrel. lob the candy. But Go. yeah, but you got to make sure like if you're gonna lob it, like don't don't lob it and run because she'll just finish the candy and like three seconds later she's gonna finish you. Yeah, she's gonna just catch up to you. So make sure like if you're gonna lob it, know where you're gonna lob it to. Like make sure there's a car nearby. Or you lob it into a wood chipper. Hopefully, she'll just run into the wood chipper. Also, she hates, hates the scent of pomade. (gasps) What? In some accounts, just screaming the word pomade three times is enough to stunt her long enough to make her escape. Pomade, pomade, pomade. Why does she hate pomade? This little pomade thing only applies... If the rumor of the doctor or the dentist is the cause of her mutilation. Because they had some thick old pomade as they cut her up. So just the smell of it kind of triggers her. And she's, So if if, if you're dealing with one that was mutilated by a doctor or dentist, pomade away. Just go, pomade, pomade, pomade. But if you're unlucky enough where you're dealing with someone who got cut up by your sister, you better have some hard candy on you, bitch. Or else, you know, or else you're going to be smiling from here to here, too. Or else you get got. Well, yeah, or else you're gonna get got. Also, if you can multitask and chant the word garlic while drawing the Kanjo character for dog on one hand, what? You're golden. She'll what? just walk away. What? Why? Who? Why? Nobody knows. Did you say that? You just chant the word garlic while you're drawing the the Kanjo character for 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 the dog on one hand. Uh-huh. Why? No one knows, but it works. That's OP. Yeah. It's master ball. Yeah, it's probably like it's probably the same thing, you know, when like old electronics didn't work. You just bang it on the side and somehow it just turned back on. Oh, okay. It's like something like, yeah, well, I don't know why it works, but it works. It's that hard reset. <laughs> why do rainbows exist? It, it just, just does. does. Yeah, great movie, Chilter. Got to see how almost naked. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to help me find my parents. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is Yokai. 
is one of the most well-known urban legends in all of Japan, which makes it even more impressive that the first reports of the Kuchisakiana appeared in 1978. 1978, this, the this, first reports? These fucking legends, not even, it's barely, I don't think it's even 50 years old yet. So at the peak of its popularity? Just to uh, add on to that, um, they say that these yokais, these rumors, if people believe in them, like 99 point something of children believe and they know about it, someone could just create some bullshit, spread rumor, and when more people know about it and they fear it. You can manifest it. You mani- yeah, you create, really? you create this this thing, this yokai, which is crazy. Wish and you shall uh-huh. see. Like Bloody Mary, I think that's that's another thing where oh, it was okay. just made up, and then it was just so believed in, and it just became a thing. Manifest itself. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Which is insane. So at the peak of its popularity, which was the mid eight late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. police departments would receive calls from terror-stricken school children who reported seeing her walking around their neighborhood. So at the peak, even the police department was going to, yo, man, this fucking coochie lady, she's outside. Hey, coochie's outside. Can you get her? And like my brother was talking about, you know, how the manifestation, how, how sometimes if enough people believe in it or this kind of, they can manifest it into be in, for this thing to become real. Right. Well, some scholars attribute the birth of this yokai to a mass hallucination stemming from parental pressure driven by the uneasy anxiety children feel to succeed in the uber competitive Japanese school system. So a lot of kids are just overstressed and they're just always thinking about grades and then they're worried about their grades and they're worried about, oh, fuck, man, I better get home tonight. This fucking coochie lady better not eat me. Mm. So because enough, if enough people, and if the source is true, that 99% of children believed in it, that's how this mass hysteria hallucination thing will bring about the Kuchi um, lady. Damn. But the Kuchi Osakiona is a perfect example of a traditional yokai with modern imagery. The machete and scythe are legendary weapons for yokai, but the hair pomade, the Olympic speed, and the mm. sports cars, there are accounts that the yokai, instead of walking around, she's just dipping in a Ferrari. She's just dipping in a Ferrari. Trying to pick up school children, she's just you know dipping. So all of that, those are modern touches that show how yokai imagery undergoes a constant change and rebirth, even in modern times. The next yokai is also very sly in nature, and this is none other than the kitsune. The word kitsune, kitsune is roughly translated as fox or spiritual fox. But note that kitsune is a broad term that encompasses different types of foxes. Like, for example, we have the zenko, which is a good-spirited fox. And opposite to that is the yako, which is a mischievous fox. The kitsune can be found all around Japan. I'll talk about a little bit about that later as to why that is so, and are considered omnivores. They especially love fried tofu. In general, kitsune look a lot like regular foxes, which is what makes them so hard to distinguish from regular foxes. However, according to Japanese tradition, if a kitsune lives to be about 100 years old, 
will grow an additional eight tails, making it a nine-tailed fox. Hmm. The Zenko, as I mentioned, are the good foxes. And much like the previous um, yokai that we'll talk about, um, it's considered a good moment, a good omen. Zenko are holy foxes that are considered messengers of God. And they are put on this earth to protect humans by warding off evil spirits, provide good luck and wisdom and service to those who rightfully deserve it. Okay. The Yako, on the other hand, are mischievous by playing tricks on humans, often by either possessing a human or disguising themselves into any other form that could scare humans. Not all Yako prey on innocent humans, however. In fact, many of them only prey on the dam of those who have caused harm onto others, like, for example, wicked priests, greedy merchants, or bouseful drugs. Mm. The Kitsune are most known for their power to shapeshift. As mentioned, they turn themselves into any horrific creature that can startle humans, but can also turn themselves into humans as well. Some kitsune have even turned themselves into a beautiful woman to attract young men and actually end up marrying them. They have jobs, they adopt human names and customs, and heck, they even have their human families. If the kitsune is not careful enough, however, its true identity can be revealed simply by being too clumsy, drunk, or startled. As you know, if you are dating a kitsune and they reveal themselves, they can reveal fox-like characteristics like you might end up seeing a tail popping out. See, wait, 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 wait. Maybe, so you, they're, maybe they're fangs. So you're telling me. Or maybe they're fur. One way to find out. These motherfuckers are yokai. Right. One thing is to startle them. Yep, scare them. So get if drunk. I get married, I'll try to find out. Yeah. My woman... It's not one of those yokais. Yeah. You, you, I got to scare the bitch. You got to scare him. Yeah. 24-7. Yep. I'm trying to scare him. Yeah. You, All right. You're trying to figure out if she's a demon after you get married to her? Correct. Yeah. All right. He doesn't want to worry about that right now. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to be fully committed and then see if he regrets Once it. Once I do my full commitment for the rest of my life, I'll be like, all right, I got to scare this bitch real quick. You know, so like, what Why if you're scaring, you know, you know, like you said, another way to get her drunk is yeah. getting her drunk. What if you get her, you know, what if you get your wife drunk? Uh-huh. And she walks away, then she comes back with a tail. How do you not? How do you know she's not a furry? She could have just put in a butt plug fox tail. We well, stop pulling. She's them. drunk. You want to yank? Yank it. See what happens. You need consent, bro. <laughs> you need consent. Yeah. Let her know. Can I pull your tail? Well, then you scare her. And if she says what tail, then you know it's a ghost or a, a yokai. Yeah, because one of the things about the kitsune is if you get them drunk, they stop paying attention and like their tails just they, they let out. them. Yeah. yeah. And if it wasn't obvious enough, Kitsune has its fair influence as well in Pokemon, such as Vulpix and Ninetales, mm. Tales from Sonic Adventure, or the Sonic franchise, oh. Adi from the League of Legends, mm. and lastly, the Japanese trio, now dual, Baby Metal with its Kitsune mask. Ah, mm. Baby Metal. Yeah, you said dual. I forgot the you know the chick that the main singer left. Yeah, she's GG. Yeah, you know, but like the thing about the Kitsune is it has a diff- it has a lot of it has a grip of names. It's also known as like the Fox, the Demon Fox, the Fox God, the Fox Spirit, mm-hmm. and its scientific name, 
Volpix, Volpix, Japonica. Ah, Volpix. Scientific. Yeah. With so, yokai. So, Damn. if, you know, if if that name sounds familiar, you know, the whole Volpix, Volpix, because at one point in your life, I'm pretty sure you wanted to be the very best. No one ever was. Mm. You know, and she is a direct influence of of the whole Vulpix and Ninetales thing. Because remember, Vulpix has three tails, and then when she evolves... No, Vulpix has five tails, and when she evolves, she grows four more. Yeah. And the same thing with the Kitsune. As it grows older, and if it reaches a certain age, she'll pro- she'll sprout out, and she'll, then she'll grow the nine tails. And that's when you know that this, that this fox is at its peak, it's at its prime, yep. when it has the nine tails. And like Achi said, she is a trickster. Like, a lot of times, they, they have been known to kill... But those are very rare. A lot of times they're either just tricksters like Lokis or they're like messengers for like divine spirits and gods. Ah. Mm. And when it comes to dealing with them, a lot of times you're not even going to know you're dealing with them until after the incident has occurred. That's how good they are because they're super smart. So like they'll fuck with you and you're not going to even know you're dealing with a kitsune until they're done fucking with you. You're like, oh, this, I got tricked by a fucking fox. I got bamboozled. You got sly fox. Which is which is why sly as a fox. Mm. You know, sneaky. like sneaky. They love to play pranks, and a classic like tale is that they take the form of a kind individual who offer like people that aren't paying attention candy. Like, hey, you want some candy? Yeah, yeah. They, they give you some candy, and you walk away and you're eating it. And then when they're far away, you realize you're just eating shit. They're, like, giving you just dung. Like, oh, here's some shit. But they make you think it's candy. You're like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. And then you start eating it. And the other tells the, kits, uh, the kitsune, it involves them turning, like I just said, into a beautiful woman to seduce a male victim. And sometimes they do this for years at a time. And um, there's a, so to quote a 1913 treatise about the myths and legends of Japan, this is what this treatise says. The studies of Dr. Bales of the Imperial University of Japan seem to point to the fact that animal possession in human beings is a real and terrible truth after all. Oh. He remarks that a fox usually enters a woman either through the breast or between the fingernails, and that the fox lives a separate life of its own, frequently speaking in a voice totally different from the human. So if someone you're talking to, someone you know starts speaking in a different voice, they're like, oh, they're being possessed, you know, by kitsune. And um, if you happen to know you're going to deal with a kitsune, here's a piece of advice. Or if you know you might go into a place where it's kitsune heavy and you need some advice of how to deal with them, yeah, yeah. get a dog. Just get a fucking dog. Because... They'll bark. Well, the kitsune, they might be able to trick a human, but a dog is more... Than capable, it's smart, and sniffing them out. Oh. So if a dog's like, if dog's barking at someone who's trying to give you candy, this bitch is a kitsune, and you fucking throw them a right hook and run. You take dung and you throw it back at their head. And like, yeah, and another piece, if you want to know if you're dealing with a kitsune, is to scare them, or you, um, or you <laughs> offer them a drink. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> start once, <laughs> once a whole COVID thing passes by, start passing. I'm out there in the game, right, trying to date. Before I do anything, I'm gonna scare my, I'm gonna scare my date. So, so you, on your first date, you bring on the dog, first date, I'll bring a dog. Date, scare them. So you bring a dog. Bring a dog. Give me candy. Uh huh. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna get her drunk. That sounds a little bit creepy, weird, scare. But I'll scare the fuck or out of her. Take her to a bar. Take her to a bar. Take her to a bar. Or, but I'm not gonna get her drunk. I mean, don't be like, don't, that's let's go to, to let's go to Fridays. 
We'll have a couple of mimosas during the day. It's not as creepy if it's like twelve o'clock. Let get get a get a drink on mimosas and then just Uber her home. That's fine. Or scare the fuck out of her. Or scare the fuck out of her. Mm. But take your dog with you. Mm. And be like teacup size. Yeah. Be like, hey, I, I, I take my dog on first dates. Is that cool? Dog looks at me. It's like, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> and like, even though they look cute and then sometimes beautiful, make no mistake about it. These motherfuckers are dangerous. And like I said, sometimes they've been known to kill. And there's a a um a story that went that goes and says that a um a few travelers were led astray by what appeared to be humans carrying lanterns, but they were actually kitsune in disguise. And kitsune are known to guide travelers over cliffs and into other deadly situations. God. So if it's a, so the thing so so the thing about assholes. the so the thing about the kitsune is they're able to turn themselves into a will o' wisp. If you guys know what a will-o'-wisp is, it's just like a fire spirit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they could pretend to be a human, and they can, and another kitsune will pretend to be the lantern, and there's the fire. You're like, oh, okay, there's people over there. Let's walk over there because you're lost, and you don't realize it, that they're outside of the cliff, just floating, yeah. and you just <laughs> fuck off. Death. Overall, when it comes to dealing with you know like the the the, the kitsune, more often than not, when dealing with it, it's sometimes better just to. Let it happen because nine times out of ten, they're probably just make you. They're probably just trying to make you eat a little piece of shit. You know, like you're not gonna be able to smart them. Just pretend like, oh, you, you know, just oh, let them, ha, just let them prank you. Yeah, just let them prank you. You're in the background, just. Oh. So I talked about two useless ish yokais. Now this one's really useless. This one's same same category. Okay, but they're pranksters. They, they like to prank shit. All right, all right. And this yokai is known. As the Nopera Bowl. Nopera Bowl. Translate this motherfucker in English. Okay. And it's known as No Face or Blank Face. So, let me describe these features. All right. Tell me. Male or female. It could be both. Right? Average height. It's got no face. Usually average height. So, about four, five, 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 six. Okay. They look human. They dress up like humans. You think they're humans from mm-hmm. the back. Mm-hmm. The one distinctive feature that they have or lack of is they don't have a face. They don't have eyes. They don't have nose. They don't have a mouth. Just they just pretend that there's blank. a fucking egg. It's just the egg as a face. So where are these yokais, right? Where are they located? Where are their habitats? Well, they're everywhere. Where, wherever there's humans, they are there. There's no parable. They usually fucking lurk at night usually nighttime and so what do they do well they just like to scare people they like seeing people running and screaming at the same time so what they do they work as teams okay right let's say it's uh 2 a.m right oh then japan right because there's ramen spots are open late as fuck right Moses trying to get some ramen and then yep. the seven. Try to get some ramen. It's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. You eat your ramen, you drink your beer, boom, boom. You're walking. It's dark as fuck. You see this, this is what you think is a human just in the corner chilling. And you get closer, you get closer. Sometimes what these motherfuckers do, they could, for a short amount of time, they could actually like figure, like they could uh, make a face for okay. just a short amount of time. I'm okay. talking about seconds, right. which for us would be like, okay, that's someone, whatever. Yeah. You go up to them. He tapped his shoulder, some shit, and they look at you. Yeah. 
And that's when you freak the fuck out. You look at them, you're like, oh, fuck. So the first thing no you face. do is you scream, no face, it scares yeah. you, you run off. Right. And you want to tell someone. Right. So Moses goes the other way, right? And he sees another person, I don't know, uh, loading some shit, blah, blah, blah. He taps their shoulder. Yeah. And when that individual turns around, it's another. No parable. No parable. Damn. To scare you. That's all they do. They prank. They're not vicious. They don't kill people. Yeah. Maybe if you if you have a frail heart, right? If you yeah. have some heart disease, and you might get a heart attack, heart attack off of that shit. But I'm yeah. talking you for being a fucking frail bitch. <laughs> He's not Damn. wrong. He's not wrong. Hey, bro, remember, you're, you're the person running away in this story. Now, I'm the frail bitch. <laughs> you're the, you're the frail bitch. bitch. I heard a, I heard a story about this that there is some dude. Well, that I'm was, a frail bitch. I mean, that, <laughs> there's, there, there's a countless no, stories that, of, that, of that emos no being story. a frail bitch. That, that ain't a story. It's the truth. But I heard a story about that the no parable that this person comes up to this. I think it was like it was, it was a girl or something, and that girl was crying and taps on her shoulder. like, "Hey, what's wrong?" Turns around, same thing, Bam. no face. Surprise, she's like, ah, runs over and then like hits over like some like food spot, and tells him like, hey, I just saw someone without a face. And they're like, really? They're like, yeah, like this, and then she freaking takes off their their face and then it becomes that. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's those motherfuckers, and the best way. I mean, there's another way to avoid them because they're random. They're there. They got just, you. Stay strong. Don't scream. I can imagine them just like with walkie talkies, like someone coming in. I got this motherfucker real quick. Check hey, this out, bitch. Hey, Check mate, this out. Hey, he's, I, I, I guarantee he's gonna be going towards your way north. So be here. Up next, I have the Odokuru. Who? Odokuru. Odokuru. Or the giant skeleton. This oh, ah, favorite. Damn, so sexy. It's it's really not. It's really not. Sexy time's over, Roger. Oh, okay, okay. Nasty time's over, bro. Nasty time's over? It's nasty time. <laughs> Known as a skeleton specter or the giant skeleton, standing at 150 fucking feet tall. So this tramples our whole giant episode, for sure. This big boy is sometimes depicted as being made up of just an avalanche of bones but historically the odokuru has just been a titan skeleton monster so the odokuru you know they appear over battlefields and other places where a large number of bodies have been left to rot without proper burial sometimes the collective infuriation the sadness the sense of neglect from all these decaying bodies Mm. have resulted in the reanimation of an odokuru and if that wasn't scary enough, imagine seeing this 150-foot titan sprinting on all fours, heading towards you as it's hunting for fresh bones to add to his body. What the fuck? I'm getting super Attack on Titan vibes with this one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. So the Odokuru is in like... Uh, and amalgamation if you will of different kinds of folktales and legends some even going as far back more than a millennium in some legends he's just a giant skeleton figure while in others he's a titanic fusion of of bones from untold human bodies but whatever its origin is 
this fucking yokai is said to have only one goal. What is that? To seek out human flesh and eat the living. When it catches one, it devours the skin, the guts, and the other soft parts of the body, and then adds the flayed bones into its own skeletal body, Ooh, making them grow. Bigger, yeah. So, so if you're like, oh, shit, what do I do if I encounter this odokuro? Well, unless you got a couple of sensu beans and are willing to fight a fucking skeleton 20 times your size until sunrise, then your best shot at surviving is hiding until daybreak because they only appear at night. And you know the old adage of it's better to fight another day? Mm-hmm. Applies to this, bro. Oh. But the only problem is that even if you happen to find a small cranny to hide, the Odokuru is capable of disassembling itself to reach into small places that its titan body can't reach. So it's like, you ain't going nowhere. So a famed woodblock printmaker called Kuniyoshi Yotagawa's 19th century magician is of a giant skeleton menacing a pair of samurai. And that's the picture I posted on our Instagram. If you guys want to go check that one out, yep, yep. that's the most famous depiction of the of the um, Odokuru. Mm-hmm. And um, the illustration is based on a true story. It's based from a true story of Daira no uh, Masako. Though he led a um, um, a group against the imperial court until he was captured, beheaded, dismembered, and displayed as a warning for several months after his death. So the legend holds. That um, his severed head continued seeing, grimacing, and even occasionally laughing the entire time, eventually flying off in search of its body. Hmm. Infuriated at his death and the treatment of his corpse, his daughter prayed at Kyoto's shrine for revenge. And this shrine still exists today. Like, if you guys want to go talk about it, and this shrine has actually created a different type of yokai, and it's called the Hashihimi. So, his daughter, her fury, and that of her defeated father combined, and it granted her supernatural powers, uh-huh. which she used to summon an Odokuru to attack the imperial court. And the famous wood carving, the one that's on her Instagram, describes that scene. Mm. So a shrine to the place where Taira no Masakado's head is said to have eventually landed, it still exists today. And it's called the Masakuro Kubizuka, which is the hill of Masakado's head. And can be found in the Otekami section of Tokyo. And according to a 14th century classic tale, an Odokuro appeared in the city of Fukuhara, which is now Kobe, in the mid-1100s. Taira no Kiyomari, a brutal shogun, awakened one morning to find the garden of his residence filled with human skulls. So when he called for his retainers, the skulls quickly began assembling into a massive skeleton said to tower some 150 feet some 150 feet off the ground and it is reported that even though the glow in its innumerable hollow eye sockets tracked kiyomoro's every mood the general stood his ground returning the gaze and eventually causing the odokuru to dissipate without a trace hmm. so this method of staring down an odokuru is actually actually and absolutely not re- not recommended for novices because if you stare one in the eyes, it's like you're staring at a dog. This bitch wants to go. He wants to smoke. So and there's a chance that it won't attack. 
No, if you stare at its eyes, it's like it's you want the smoke. He's like, all right. Oh. So you finna get these hands. Damn. Oh. So all these hands. So really, there's no way of escaping the Odokuru. You did. Unless you are a ancient samurai shogun who's able to fight this motherfucker with with your balls of steel that you're a able fuck to ton of sense of beans. Yeah, with a shitload of sense of beans. Or you could hide somewhere where you don't think the the Odokuru is gonna find you. Hmm. But yeah, this is this is a hard this is hard this is one of the scariest <clears throat> yokais that we've talked about so far in terms of like dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we have some that lick, you know, we have someone that'll lick you bathrooms clean. We have other ones, you know, just just that'll just suck you dry. We have other ones, you know, that that'll fart on you. Yeah. This one. So you're saying the fans are gonna get got. You get oh, got. If you You're gonna get got. If you anybody happens to come across an Odokuru, you're on your own. You're on your own on that one. The next yokai animal I want to bring up is none other than the great and mighty Ho'oh. And any Pokemon fans out there, I can can already tell that your ears are ringing right now. But let me describe this to you first and either confirm or dismiss your prediction. I want to be the very best. No one ever was da, 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 da. to catch it. Oh, never mind. And then Odoku will get both of your asses, yo, fucking out of here. <clears throat> so Ho does not translate to anything directly, but actually has been based on the Chinese name of the same creature. I'll talk about that a little later. Ho can only be found on top of Palo Paloinia trees but only if they land in an area where they grow where the land has been blessed by peace and prosperity ho'os are described as these graceful phoenix-like creatures that are honored and worshipped all across east asia the physical attributes are described as quote having the beak of a rooster the jaw of a swallow the head of a pheasant the neck of a snake, the back of a tortoise, the legs of a crane, and the tail of a peacock. They are brilliantly colored with five colors of the Chinese elements, which are white, black, red, yellow, and blue. And they also have five distinct tail feathers, unquote. So yes, we have ourselves... A legendary Pokemon. That's whole, bro. Whole. Remember, in order, in order for you to fight it, you needed to find its fucking feather, one of its feather tails. And then the only difference is this one. It only lands in Halloweenia trees. Oh, it lands. No, never mind. Yeah. I was gonna say she, but in the in the anime in mm-hmm. the, the poem on the first fucking episode, mm-hmm. she appears after Ash almost killed everybody around him, but she yeah. didn't land. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. 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 so she's like, <gasps> nah, not yet. Except, sorry to say, this whole all does not use fire blast because it's all about peacefulness. So much so that if it senses trouble, it will fly away to the heavens. That's probably what she did when fucking Pikachu shocked all those Pidgeys and Pharaohs yep. and yep. fucked up Misty's bike. I was like, yep, I'm out of here. Nope. Yeah, fuck those not about Sparrows. This. Was it Sparrows or Pidgeys? Sparrows. Sparrows. Yeah. Right. yeah. When Ho'o does fly... <clears throat> It's said that the winds stop, the dust settles, and the birds and insects grow quietly. 
It is nothing but a good omen and signifies a new era. As I mentioned, Ho'o has origins in Chinese mythology, where their, their version of Ho'o is known as Feng Huang. However, Feng Huang was actually a combination of two birds, Feng, male, and Huang, a female bird. And Feng, which stands for the Ho, and Huang, which stands for the O. Oh. Ho, oh. Ho. So male, female. And this is where the symbolism of yin and yang comes forth as these mm. two distance birds or dis- distinct birds form the duality of the universe. You know what else is crazy too? What's up? Pokemon Gold and what? Silver. Lugia and Ho are yin and yang are yin and yang of one another. Because mm-hmm. Lugia is the water underground dark mm-hmm. and Ho is the fire light. So yep. when you put them together, yin and yang. That's right. Mm. <sighs> See, Pokemon is smart. The combined creature is what became Feng Huang, and Japanese, the Ho'o. So Ho'o is recognized as the holiest of animals in Japan, second only to the Kiding, but only in terms of power. Ah. And speaking of power, you can actually find the symbol of Ho'o in one of Toyota's most luxurious sedans that has ever been produced. The Toyota Century. Oh, it's the CRV? Nah. The Toyota Century is Japan's version of a Rolls <clears throat> Royce, but was only sold in Japan. And those who own these cars never drive them. Why? Well, because they're always chauffeured. Because if you have a Century, it's more than likely that you are a very rich businessman, a very great and powerful political figure. Or the president of Toyota. There have only been three generations of the century made from 1967 to 2018. The most recent century costing about 21 million yen, which is equivalent to $200,000. All bearing the badges of the great and the mighty Ho'o. When you get this shit imported, flexing on everybody. Oh, you got a Rolls Royce? I got a legendary Pokemon, you bitch. talked about a bird we talked about it correct bird. yep the I'm, legendary bird. i'm gonna talk about cat a feline meow meow okay. right meow i'm gonna talk about that shit right meow <laughs> ready for it it was a cat so yokai is known gonna die as a neko mata the neko mata yeah i don't know about y'all i'm not really a cat person i don't like felines that much so um so chris i went to his house buddy of mine they have three cats i still don't like them <laughs> Dicks. There's no way to like dogs. Hey, come, come here. Yeah. yeah. You're happy and the wiggle. Pet the dog. You pet the dog. These cats, bro. When you pet a cat, you feel stupid. I gotta throw a fucking pillow <laughs> at this motherfucker. It looks at you like, yeah. Fuck. You gotta throw a pillow at it? Yeah. To catch its attention. Even then, yeah. it just stares at me like, dude, you just throw a fucking pillow. I'm like, yeah, bitch. I called your stupid ass over here. Nah. And you're gonna be with them all weekend. And yeah, I am. He's house sitting. I'm house sitting for this. Uh, but they're chill. They're super chill. They don't bug me. I don't bug them. I just got to feed they're, them. They're just there. And I'm going to do my thing. Because all they do is they do their thing. They're just there. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Useless pets. Well, this yokai translates to the motherfucker. The Nekomata translates to literally Fort Cat or Two Tails. This is why. Fort Cat? Fort Cat. Fort? Fort. Fort. Like a fork. Okay. Fort. Yeah, but past tense. F-O-R-K-E-E-E-E-D. So F O R K E D cat. 
okay, okay. or just two towels. Got it. Now, does yokai come as male or female? The size of the motherfucker. Typically, it could be a regular house-sized cat or three times the size of a house-sized cat. cat. It could be <laughs> bipedal. They it stopped that house. Oh, no, just the size of a house. <laughs> three times the size of a house. Yeah. So, it could walk in two or it could walk on its fours. Okay. Okay. Habitat, anywhere where cats are lingering. So, it could be streets, houses. You may own a necromanta. Oh. You may not know it. But in the future, I'm going to tell you later right now, it's different signs. Okay. Of whether or not your cat is a motherfucking yokai cat. A necromanta. A necromanta. So, the macabre background of this yokai is that when a regular cat reaches a certain age, some say over 40, and this cat naturally, its tail naturally splits into two, what? and it gives this cat supernatural powers. What? Or, if there's a cat who was owned by a shitty person, mistreated this cat, killed this cat, whether it was Ooh. left it just to die or whatever, it'll come back as a vengeful cat. And these are the dangerous Nekomata. So you don't want to fuck with that. Yeah. The ones that so come, the ones that the come ones back. The ones that come back because their specific them. goal is I'm going to kill. And that's what it does. But for the most part, it's usually just the regular uh, natural, quote unquote, cat. born Nekomata. Now, there's different ways that this cat interacts with humans. Okay. Or they act like humans. One. Some odd reason these cats, they love to dance. They love dancing. That's why they can get on 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 both their paws because they like to dance. Second, they can converse. They can talk in human speech. What? You can talk to these nekomata. I don't think I want to talk to a cat. What are you gonna tell? There's not much. I'm pretty sure the cat's gonna tell me fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want to be told to fuck off, especially by a fucking cat. <laughs> right? Have you seen the faces of cats? How fucking, they just look at you and they look disgusted. Like, I'm the piece of shit. They're like, oh, I'm stupid? Yeah, like, like, I'm the asshole here. I wonder if you give a cat a voice, if all they do is just talk shit. They're just going to tell you fuck off? Or, like, if you trip or do something stupid, I told you so. Damn. Dumbass. Or some bullshit like There's that. Smart asses like that? Smart Alex. And again, these cats, either you can own one or they're just lingering around the street like a normal street cat. Mm. Another ability that these cats could do is if they jump over, well, they have the ability to raise and control the dead. That's what makes it kind of creepy. They could raise and control they the dead? They could raise and control the dead. Usually for the vengeful ones, those are the ones that they kill, they revive them. So they won't be resting. They're like, I know how to do this shit. How myself. they do it? They do simply just you. jump over someone's head, uh-huh. freshly dead corpse. Uh-huh. If he or she's a piece of shit that mistreated them, blah blah blah, they're gonna jump over that motherfucker. Bam! It's back, and it could control that dead body. Oh, monster reborn! Call the haunted. Call the haunted. Technically, call the haunted. Yeah, you're right. Come on. How do you not know that? How un Yu-Gi-Oh of me. So how to avoid this nickel 
Nekomata. Don't be Feline a dick. cat. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a dick to cats. Okay. That's why when I see a cat, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you do you. I do me. You know, I look at it, nod my head, and that's it. The cat's about to kill my the brother. Cats me. The, the, the fucking yokai excuse my brother's about to fuck him up, and then my brother just nods at him. He's like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> walking. Just know your place. That's probably why you've seen some cats. When you see some cats, he's walking, and they just stop and keep staring at you. They're like, yeah, he's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. And then just and, keep walking. <laughs> and for those who like to get street cats and adopt them and make them their own, mm-hmm. okay, if you do that, this is what you got to do. Make sure they're not okay. a nekomata. You get the cat. We look it into the eyes of these fucking little assholes. Mm-hmm. And you state, and I quote, I will only care for you for three years. What? End quote. That's I'll, what you tell telling. Here's why. Straight cat. Right? So- According to the sources I'm reading off of right now, mm-hmm. all right, this establishes a contract of all sorts, of sorts, after which the cat is free to stay or go as it pleases. Right. Pretty much it. So you tell me, y'all, I'm only going to take it for three years, right? You're going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. We're going to be cool. And after that, you have the option to leave or stay. Mm-hmm. So the cat's like, all right, I got, I got some leeway, you know? And what, if, if it leaves, it's a yokai? It's gone. Oh, it's 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 a yokai regardless. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say... But okay. you say that just to, just just in case it is a yokai. Oh, okay. Right? Because you don't know if it, if it is yeah. the Nakamata yeah. cat. Got you it. tell it straight out. But look, yeah. I'm going to take it for three years. You pick up the cat. You're looking at its eyes. You're like, look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm the, the captain. I am the captain. Yeah, for three years. I am the captain. Three years of playtime, bro. You're <laughs> telling that. So here are all the top signs that your pet cat may or may not be a yokai. If it talks, yokai. <laughs> <laughs> One, you start seeing that your cat, its tail looks like it's forming into two. You better take notes mm-hmm. before you go to Chris's house. Yeah, I'm going to spectate the fuck out of them cats. Where I'm going to go two <laughs> hours earlier to the pad and I'm going to spectate the tails. The motherfucker got two tails See, in I'm Walk up to the ground, the tail just wiggling around. Number two. It's thirsty for the lamp oil. I don't know what's up with these yokais and lamp oils, yeah. but if they start linking, if you still own an old ass lamp oil fucking lamp, uh, and that cat's near it, licking that shit may or may not be yokai. Two, preference for walking is on two legs. So if you see a cat, which I've seen walking two legs. I'm punting that motherfucker. <laughs> Far from. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't know how to react shit. to it. I seen cat walking on two. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then you walk on four. It gets scared. You know? <laughs> and the cat's like, oh shit. Hit him with the reversal. <laughs> fuck yeah. You start meowing and he's talking. He's like, what the fuck? Here's <laughs> another sign. Number four. A cat. May or may not be in Nekomata. The sudden rise in conversational ability. So that motherfucker starts talking or some way interacting with you, right? Whether it's, hey, are you hungry? And it hits you with the meow. Right. right immediately, you'd be like, yeah. oh, okay, just meowing. Right, right, right. But if you ask the motherfucker question, question, it's answering with the meows. Or if it starts talking, like, oh, are you hungry? And the cat's like, yeah, bitch, feed me. Oh, and then what? I'll be like, oh, shit. Nah. I'm putting you down, son. I'm putting you down. 
Take Number five. Overly fond with dancing. So if you bump some tunes and you see your cat jamming, is this fool imagining the cat dancing? Dance what the fuck? I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture it. If it works with other kind of music, like what kind of music does it? Does it, it need? I'm trying to picture like some like some of that scoff shit you guys be listening to. See if the cat starts kinking. Mm-hmm. So if your cat starts dancing, jamming with this music that you're playing, man, there's a high possibility that your cat is a Nekomatun. and I'll be YouTube famous. YouTube, that's just going on TikTok, son. I'll be TikTok famous. And that is the end. I want all those TikTokers to be doing my cat dance. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and that concludes this motherfucking yokai. The Neko. The, the Neko Mata. Mata. The Neko Mata. All right. And the next one I want to talk about is called Baku. And Baku is another creature based on Chinese folklore uh, as it does not have a direct translation. You will typically find Baku deep inside forests and its diet includes eating bad dreams. Dreams? Bad dreams. So nightmares. Just nightmares. So the Baku is a combination of many animals just like the Ho'o. The Baku is described to have the head of an elephant, the eyes of a rhinoceros, the tail of an ox, and the legs of a tiger. And as creepy as it may look, it's actually a quite friendly being. The Baku is notably powerful, uh, or not notably powerful force of good and a protector of humankind. Often referenced as guardian angels, not only because they protect humans from bad dreams, but also they scare off other yokai who are there to cause harm and mischief. Baku are as feared as Debo from Friday. Oh, damn. Everybody's scared of Debo. Just like Ho'o, the Baku are good omens and bring uh, health and prosperity wherever they go. Believe it or not, it was once very common to have pillowcases that depict images of the Baku or to have its name sewn on in kanji. It was also good practice to carve images of the Baku on pillars and temple doors. That's how much this yokai is respected in Japanese culture. Legend has it that when the gods were creating earth, the Baku was made due to the leftovers of bits and pieces of what was left from the animals that they were creating. Holy shit. And its unique appearance is what made it a favorite amongst the gods. By far the most famous Baku-inspired image that I can think of is none other than Drowsy and Hypno the Pokemon. Wait, for real? Yeah. As you can already see, the trunk. a lot of Pokemon have these yokai origins, and Baku is one who is not left out of that list. So my Pokemon fanatics who can see the resemblance because, one, let's take a look at the way Drowsy looks head is of an elephant with a hybrid like body but if you remember both drowsy and hypno they have this psychic move it's called dream eater and to finish it off here are the descriptions from the pokedex pokedex and it says the following for drowsy it says this puts enemies to sleep then eats their dreams 
occasionally get sick from eating only bad dreams. And this is a description for Hypno. It carries a pendulum-like device. There was once an incident in which it took away a child it hypnotized. So it has like that kind of the, the whole yeah. dream, bad dream aspect to it. And just like the way it, it's more drowsy than Hypno, to be honest. Uh, but and, and Hypno, Hypno is a really underrated psychic Pokemon. Drowsy is a shit Pokemon, but once you level it up to, to Hypno, Hypno has the same attack stats as Kadabra, but it has a shitload more defense. And it learns more psychic attacks than, Wait, than Kadabra. You th- you're talking about Alakazam? No, I'm talking about Kadabra. Kadabra's better than Alakazam? No, no, no. But like Alakazam, you can only get it if you trade for it. Oh, okay. So if you just play, if you just get, if you're just doing Alakazam versus, um, I mean, Kadabra versus Hypno, yeah. Hypno's the better choice. The only difference is like Drowsy's kind of like, it takes a while for it to evolve into Hypno. I think it takes to like level 32 or 34, where Abra to Kadabra is level 16. Yeah. And the second it evolves, it, Kadabra immediately learns Confusion. Right. So for the, all those Pokemon mm-hmm. trainers out there, stick with the Drowsy because Hypno has the same attack. The speed's not there, but the defense is, and that fucking Kadabra's defense is dick. So if you have, so you have uh, Hypno, you got both an attacker and a wall. Yeah, dope. That's cool. That's cool. And Hypno can run earthquake. Kadabra can't because Kadabra has those little skinny ass dainty legs. <clears throat> hey, fuck you! I love Kadabra. Uh, Kadab- Me too. Kadabra. Kadabra. Kadabra's in my Kadabra's in my Let's Go Eevee Pokemon team. But you're not wrong. His and defense is fucking dick, especially in Pokemon Go. Holy shit. So earlier, <clears throat> early on my segment, when I first started, I was like, there's certain yokais you do want in your house. Is this one, one of them? This is the last one. Hell yeah. If your lazy fuck doesn't like to clean, then you're going to want the first one. I'm listening. All right. First yokai. Here's the second one. Okay. This yokai is known as the... So it's a Shiki Warashi. Translate to the motherfucker into English. It's known as the child in the room. The child in the room. Child in the room. I don't want child. This? I don't want. Yep. Right. This is why. Saw me that the gender. It could either appear to you as a little boy or a little girl. Little girls. Little girls. Little girl ghosts are scarier than little boy ghosts. All right. It's the same height as a five, five ten, five year old. Okay. So it's pretty small. All right. Okay, and this is one of the, of the distinctive features of because we see a lot of oh we we hear and see a different childlike ghosts, but this one this is one where it's okay. This is a Sashiki Wawashi. Okay, all right, I'm ready. And it is take my body. It has the child has a traditional Japanese dress on, or is the boy girl? Okay. Okay. You, so you see that? Yeah, it has its traditional kimono. Okay. okay. Habitat, where do these little shits like to uh, linger, is Parks. in happy households. Happy households. Yeah. Right? You're thinking, wow, fucking ghosts likes chilling with happy families. Okay, okay. Well, check this out. Like, They're not dangerous. Okay. And you want them. Because if your house is getting haunted by this yokai, it would bring you good fortune. The only thing it demands from the household household is respect and to never stop smiling. <laughs> Damn. I'm happy. Oh shit. The only thing it demands is respect and to be playful around with. Okay? It's a little prankster. 
They like to climb on people at night when you're dead asleep. They like to flip your pillows. They like to undo your your bed. Uh-huh. Better, they better like get right? swung on. They'll play music. <laughs> They'll play certain music in a room that we know no one is, is in. in there. Okay. Now that's what makes it great. It will bring good luck and good fortune to your family. If you put some respect on its name. Yeah, pretty much. If you put some respect, it will give the family good fortune. Now, the problem is the problems will, will come when it leaves. Oh, so you want him to stay. You want him, him, and her. him or her to stay, this yokai. Right? As long as you give it the respect, you can play with it, whatever, it will stay and it will bring your family everyone good luck in the household. If you leave, this is where it's one of the most ferocious fiends out there. If it haunts your house. Okay. And it leaves. If you're a businessman or whatever, bankruptcy will be one of the top things that will happen to you. Disaster, natural disasters will happen to your house. We're having those houses. Tsunami came and just hit his house. Just and then, his house. And then that happy so-called, so-called family uh-huh. will start to decay. And the family will just become shit. So why would it leave if you don't put respect on its name? Yeah, you don't put respect oh, okay. on its name, it will leave. Or if there's, if it doesn't feel that the family is it's not happy. happy, if some's a certain change of just toxic toxicity in the family or some shit, and it will leave. Second, it leaves. That's when all the misfortune will just come, crash, and fuck your life up. Be happy. <laughs> I was gonna be say. happy. Not to toot my own horn, but that's why we say the best for last, y'all. The last one, the last yokai we're gonna talk about is none other than the great and the mighty Keating. Keating is another one of those Chinese-inspired yokai. You're kidding, right? I'm. I'm not kidding you. What's <laughs> up. Keating can only be found in places ruled by the wise and kind leaders. Keating is purely vegetarian and would never, ever harm another creature. Keating is the OP, the OPs in the yokai world. Keating is the most rarest and most powerful creature in Eastern Asia. Not only is it revered as the holiest of yokai, it is considered a god in its own right. Hmm. The Kirin is but another chimera who resembles a deer with scales of a dragon, the tail of an ox, and a flowing mane that is as bright as a holy fire. It's said that simply looking at the Kirin, the Kirin will give you serenity. Hmm. Kirin are by far extremely gentle creatures that even when they gallop through the forest, no blade of grass is trampled upon. They only come in times of peace, a true golden age where leaders are amongst enlightened thinkers and seek peace and prosperity. So we ain't going to see that motherfucker. So we'll never see him in the U.S. Ever, ever. Mm. So even if Keating are kindred souls, they are extremely powerful and have no resiliency and will fire blast your ass if you're being an asshole. 
Images and carvings of the Keating are often depicted in temples as they symbolize good luck and good fortune. Appearances of a Keating are said to have are said to symbolize the coming of a great and wise leader. As I mentioned before, the Keating originated from Chinese legends, where theirs was called the Keeling. So over time the Keating and the Keeling diverged into their own separate entities. In Japanese culture, the Keating is as wise and as powerful just above the great and mighty Ho'o, as I mentioned. Here's a fun fact for y'all. It's mm. like a Josh. Mm. In Japanese, a giraffe is called a Keating because of its resemblance of the Keating. When the Japanese first spotted a giraffe, they were in awe by its similarities such as the long legs, spots that resembled the scales of the Keating, and its gentle nature. You can find representations of the Keating in the Monster Hunter game as Keating the Elder Dragon. Which is a hard fucking monster to kill. Well, it's a yokai. Back in handheld days. There you go. Monster in the world's pretty easy to kill. But yeah. <laughs> in 47 Ronin, where the Keating is horribly represented and slashed by a katana in the hands of the great and mighty Keanu Reeves. Mm. And in Pokemon, of course. Giraffe With Suicune. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh and last and not least. As a Japanese malt beverage that you and I can enjoy, the Kirin Ichiban. In Japanese, Ichiban stands for first or best, which for the company means that it takes the first press of warts making the beer. And why so? Well, because this brews the beer to its purest state for the best flavor, extracting all the right ingredients, especially great pair with Japanese cuisine, known for subtle and delicate flavors. Experiment with other cuisines. You'll be amazed as how well the Kirinichiban pairs with food. Delight in a moment with friends or relaxing on your own. Every moment comes to life with a Kirinichiban, with family, with friends, or new acquaintances. The Kirinichiban will add a little joy to the individual moments of life. Crafted, pure, smooth, delightful, Kirinichiban. Explore enjoyment. I'm going to have to thank our sponsor for the episode. Today's sponsorship <laughs> is by... <laughs> if you guys want 10% Keating. off, add... Um, use our, our code. Use our discount code, Yokai. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> and uh, you'll receive 10%. You'll receive no percent off your next order. Mm-hmm. Bro, Kirin with a bowl cereal, bomb, bro, <laughs> bomb. Reese's Puffs with that Kirin beer, yeah. amazing. We'll try it with everything. Try it with everything. <laughs> You'll be surprised on what you may or may not like with this beer. Kidding, man. Bomb as fuck with sushi. Oh, amazing with sushi. Amazing with sushi. I, I got it with ramen, too. Oh, amazing. I like it. I think that's the only time I could drink beer and eat food. Yeah. 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 And that is the end to our yokai episode yeah man yeah man that was a lot it was a lot hey man you deceived me why because sexy episode yeah that shit was a sexy it was sexy 
Deep it, Throat Divas? It was uh, weird. That first one, I, okay. I can see I can see where, where you're going with that. But after that, it was getting less and less sexy. Well, I said this was a sexy segment. We had like four segments each. You, only one of them was... Yeah, I said it was a sexy segment, not sexy segments. Bitch. Got me there. He, he got he your got stupid him. ass. You attacked, he used mirror force on your stupid ass. He used grammar. He used... Yeah, so I'm sorry if you mm. guys were expecting a real professional episode. Of Yokai's? Of Yokai's. You guys, 80, we're in episode 81. Y'all know what y'all signed up for. <laughs> All right? Yeah, but it was, this episode was actually really fucking fun to, to Oh, do. I love shit like mm-hmm. this. It was amazing. I love it. And there's so much more out there, dude. There's, dude, there's so there many yokai. surface, dude. We didn't even scratch. It, if you are a fan of yokais and you want to learn more about yokais, there's not only the books, but uh, there's this anime called Gege no Kitaro. Yeah. And it's all, but it's, 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 it's a remake. That, oh, it's, it's been out it's for been a while. For it's years. a remake now. Uh, you can watch in Funimation. I think Crunchyroll as well. There are over 100-something plus episodes. In each episode, they include different yokais. Yeah. And it's just amazing of how many yokais are out there in the Japanese culture and other regions of Asia as well. And it's just so if if you're if you're a fan of anime or if you're not a fan of anime, you just want to see something based on yokai, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Pretty good anime to watch. And all the Kiki yokai no all the yokai that we talked about are in that show. Correct. Yeah. And That's- many more. Many more, and then uh, the sources for you know today's episode for 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 what I for what I used it's 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 a really fucking cool ass book. It's it is called amazing. it's, it's amazing. called Yokai Attack, the Japanese Monster Survival Guide. It's a revised edition. Um, I got it on Kindle. It's five. It's, I think it was like four bucks, mm-hmm. and it has an artist interpretation of what the yokai is, and it has the ancient what what old depictions of it. Mm-hmm. If you guys go to our Instagram, Weird History Tells Pod, you'll see. I post both. I post the Yokai Attack version, which is the up, which is the updated illustration, yeah, yeah. and the old ones. So you guys can see like a little comic book artsy, and it's just yeah. a, it's a real cool book. It breaks it literally breaks everything down from like the size, its weight, its weaknesses, where it lives. things it likes, where it lives. It's a it's a real cool book. It's mm-hmm. a real cool book, and it's a book. It's the first part of a three part Yokai Attack series where they deal with demons, ghosts, and then samurais. Okay. So I think. Uh, we might have a few episodes More already. Con- yeah, because there's <laughs> so much. It's, it's a lot, yeah. dude. It's a, re- yoke, it's, yeah. a, it's a really good book. And then I have to mention, too, he, his source is the yokai. Was it .com? It's, uh, yeah, it's yokai.com. It's the yokai encyclopedia to go to. Like it's And it tells us anything from, like, you know, what it looks like, where do you normally spot it, you know. And the dude who, who, run, eats, the dude who runs the website, he's literally known as the yokai guy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 cool. That book, um, he uh, that yokai dot com book. He has, yokai, yeah, he has his own books. Too. Yeah, he has his own book, and it's called um, yeah, it's called the Night Parade of One Hundred Demons. There you go. You buy the, the Night Parade yeah. of One Hundred Demons. And you guys can buy the book on Kindle Crazy. for four ninety nine, <laughs> or buy the hardcover for fifty bucks, whatever you guys want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, it was. Dope. I really enjoyed it. It's it's crazy to think how the the first generation of Pokemon was. Yokai was inf- was Influence highly influenced by so by by yokai, which kind of makes which is kind of cool that first generation of Pokemon were mainly demons. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's cool. It, well, that's why, like the original Japanese version, they're called Pocket Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know what the first Pokemon ever created was? Nah, but it wasn't Pikachu. I don't know. Who was it? No, I don't know. Was it one of the three starters? Nope. <gasps> 
was actually Rhydon. Rhydon was the Rhydon first, was the first one, which is <sighs> which is why in every Pokemon gym you see the Rhydon statue. No way! He was the first one. He was the first one to create. That's and, cool. And you also know that Arcanine was supposed to be a legendary Pokemon. That's why he's so strong in the first generation. He's supposed to be a legendary Pokemon. And in the anime, they even show him. Remember that Dragonite episode where they, the, where they go to the lighthouse and they're, and Ash talks to Professor Oak in the background. There's some tablets where it has the three legendary Pokemon, mm-hmm. Zapdos, Ho-Oh, and Articuno. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is supposed to be Arcanine. But they decided to take Arcanine from being a legendary because it didn't match the whole bird motif. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Pokemon facts for you. Yeah, but they brought it back in Pokemon Go. And he's a freaking beater. Is he still a beater? Fuck no. yeah. No. no, I mean, he's 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 always been my favorite fire. Yeah. Pokemon. Arcanine's always been my favorite fire. But he's not. The first gen, he's all, he's OP. Like, dumb. Yeah. Like, he's ridiculously OP. But they they fucking. They nerfed him. Yeah, they yeah? nerfed him. Yeah. Man. He's he's up there with like nine tails and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a Yokai episode, not a Pokemon episode. You guys could listen to our Pokemon episode if you guys join our Patreon. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you know it was a cool ass, uh, cool ass episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hey, don't it. start something you can't finish, man. I okay, could that throw me out. I was like, hold up, we got a Patreon. Y'all no, just having this. Well, we could. We're, 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 this is free. We're barely doing this. So um, if you guys. <laughs> Um, what the fuck's, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, we've been getting more engagement on our Instagram, which is really cool. Which makes, like that? Which dig it? Which makes me which 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 um uh, seems to show us that me always every five words go to our Instagram. Weird history tells pod. It's work. actually working. working. So um, if you guys can go to our Instagram, weird history tells pod. Look at pictures and stuff of that nature. And if you guys can, if you guys can review, uh, rate and review us on iTunes, that really helps show out. It helps us try to figure um um it it you know it boosts the visibility of the show mm-hmm. we are um we're on iTunes we're on Inst- we're on we're on Spotify so you guys can listen to wherever you guys feel more comfortable um and uh yeah if you guys have um any ideas for episodes people have thrown episodes you guys can message us you guys can comment on the pictures like hey it'd be cool if you guys talk about this or like yeah are you guys are stupid you get fucked up on this you know you know do th- you know like let us know and if you guys you know, that way, if you talk, you know, if you talk shit, you know, we can just block you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't Hard want to block. block. And um, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, and if no one has anything else to add, gotta catch them all. We are the Weird History, Evie Tells Pod. Go, you okay?